Good choice. That's a jam. We talked about him uh, last week. We did. That's right. With the yeah. passing of the gentleman, I believe, who uh, wrote many you of their hits. You wrote the song. Yes. That's what it was. Oh, God, you're so good. I couldn't remember why we talked about him. I just remember we did talk about him. Absolutely, yeah. Well, it's very yeah. fascinating because uh, back then, I mean, there were like writing teams. I mean, they still have them now, but writing teams and all that, you know. But yeah. The Supremes, man, they were they were classic. One oh, of my favorite great songs. tunes. <laughs> great voice. <laughs> yeah, Diana Ross, I believe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Michael Jackson always wanted to be Diana Ross. He was obsessed with her. <clears throat> oh, that's that was like who he tried to look like, right? Allegedly, I wouldn't uh, uh, go that far. I don't know much about uh, it, but. I know that Michael had a, a particular obsession with uh, Diana Ross, definitely. And uh, hey, Matt Adam, man, she was beautiful. Possible, beautiful maybe voice. there was some weird kind of uh, you know connection between them. Uh, you know, when he was a young guy and she was an adult lady. Maybe the CIA used her music. Oh, to, uh, catch up know. on the wall. Catch, catch up on the wall. Catch up on. Love. Can't hurry love. <laughs> And then Kennedy was assassinated. <laughs> Oswald, get out of here! <laughs> well, actually, he only did that because Michael molested him as a kid. Oh, wow. Yeah, that timeline doesn't add up. No. We're all over the place on this one. Nobody followed this. Delete. Edit team. You know where to start from. Perfect. <laughs> Did we just look bad in front of Chris Wilson? <laughs> <laughs> He's disappointed in us, definitely. But don't worry, we, we're on to. We all swear the we don't have a time machine. Don't come storm our. <laughs> ah, but we'd love to see it. Yeah, we'd love, love to see it. yours, uh, CIA. <laughs> yeah, they definitely got it, Mike. I'm sure. But uh, what do you well? Okay, so you think they if they got it right now? You're talking time machine? Are we going time, time machine, machine time? This time is why we, we haven't done a a full Sunday show. Full this hour. is all right. Here we go. <laughs> and this is how we end up on time machine. <laughs> uh. <clears throat> yeah, I'm ready. Time machine. Yeah. So. What do you think? Yeah, yeah, I do think the CIA has no, no, no. some my sort of question, technology with that. No, no, no. I don't think. Uh, my question is, who do you think would have it? Do you think it would just be like an agency we never heard of? There's got to be agencies we never heard of, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And those are the ones that work with like Raytheon, Lockheed Martin. Yeah, I would. The, I know. would absolutely think it would have something to do with our space technology programs. Or, See, you know. I think they're, no, they're they're definitely like under the Department of Energy. They're in that like black budget. Yeah, absolutely. You know. Yeah, yeah. That's where where I believe it's at. And I mean, look, I just do you think though that we would share it with allies? Because that was my whole thing, like with like the the particle collider, right? And all that. I was like, no, we, there's no way we would share that. There's no way we would build it over there. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, but maybe there are some things that are just so massive that are... Uh, so I actually believe that a lot of the divides that are created, let's say racial divides, right, sure. Um, class divides, yeah. Uh, even country divides, na national divides, religious divides. Maybe all, are the, all of those are just constructs created for the sole purpose of keeping us separated and divided so that way we don't realize that there is a more unified experience we could be a part of that is greater than earth itself hmm. and if i were if i had this knowledge right like if like a whole group of elites have this knowledge why would they pass it on to the rest of us they would in essence, enslave us to the idea of these divisions 
constantly bickering and fighting when they themselves can enjoy the spoils, if you will, of this elite right. uh, echelon life, uh, upper echelon of lifestyle. And so I, I, I could, I don't know. <clears throat> That's why you know me. I, I'm a big fan of the idea that we have, you know, moon bases that are shared with the Nazis and the Russians, and we have <laughs> fucking shit going on on Mars. And I think Elon knows all about it. And I think Elon's just playing the public, you know, for fools because we are. And you know, Elon tweets something, and Dogecoin goes up, and everyone jizzes their pants. And then, like, you know, it's just it doesn't make sense what's going on here in, in the world and in the news cycles and the information cycles i feel like people are being twisted and pulled and demented in so many different ways so that way they don't have time really to just kind of be at peace with their own minds you know i i come across people who are like so distraught over climate change like some existential threat that they have no control over that will kill some future generation they will never even meet how could you live your life being distraught over something like that that's insanity. Yeah, that really is. Yeah. Oh, you're going to drive yourself mad, man. So I don't know how people go through that. And it, it, when I think about just regular folk going through that mentality on a day-to-day basis, or what about people... Think about the guys who went and got uh, vasectomies because they overturned Roe v. Wade. Or think about, like, <laughs> yeah, you know... the women getting their tubes tied. Yes, or, yeah. or, you know, people deciding not to have kids because it's safer for the environment. Like, these people are brainwashed and they're having serious mental issues going, uh, like, that are manifesting in real life, and that's a problem. We should have people, like, uh, meditating and taking it easy. You know, like right, we have too yeah. many people getting vasectomies and like freaking out on on Twitter. <laughs> like <laughs> we've gone the opposite direction of what like a whole society should be doing. You know, no, for sure, it's weird. And like, uh, you know, what kind of opened my eyes a little bit to it was this. There's like a battle against religion and like uh, prayer and stuff like that. And like, you know, whatever you want to, how you want to look at prayer or like uh, meditation or whatever it is, you talk to anyone who's elderly, they always tell you, tell you, you know, discover some form of prayer or meditation, you know, find a way to speak to the universe or God or whatever you find, whatever you think it is in your mind, you'll find peace. You'll find more peace through that than you will hanging out on Twitter all times a day and like arguing with people over politics. Yeah, absolutely. You know? yeah. <laughs> like your life will... F- will be more fulfilled you will find meaning if you discover some avenue you know through speaking to the universe or god or whatever it is and i i really believe all the shit going on and the outrage you see from people on the left and the rage and the fear and the rage fear rage fear back and forth dude this is on purpose this is to keep people completely distracted completely consumed so that way they never have time to fucking actually just relax yeah to get their thoughts together just hang out and relax think about how mike like you work a job where you're on the road you you actually have time to just like think about your thoughts no, my problem is I spend too much time alone. <laughs> yeah, well, well then, like, folks, just thinking about my you thoughts. go the other way. You think too much, you become insane, you become a Mike. That's a, you turn into Mike. That's a, <laughs> a raving lunatic. So there's a there's a middle ground, guys. Come on, that's, find the nobody middle will, ground. Nobody in my family will talk to me unless it's through a microphone. <laughs> That's what nine hours a day alone in your mind does. Yeah, and then uh, two hours a day or three hours a day in traffic in Chicago, you go a little berserker, dude. Oh, God. Nothing worse than battling traffic all day. Then you come home and you can't even get onto your street. Yeah. yeah. You want to know why? (laughs) Fucking Uke Fest is going on. Uke Fest? Uke Fest. Is this the Serbians again, or are this we? Is Ukrainian oh, first. Ukrainians! Yeah. Oh no, wait, Mike. Yes, <clears throat> and, and at the Ukrainian church, enlightened me. They were me. sending all the fucking money to Ukraine for the fucking war effort, of course, or uh, yes. whatever. Really, yeah, 
fuck these people, dude. They're the rudest pumpkin head looking mother man. Well, I imagine they had a giant uh, screen up uh, in the parking lot, right? Right by the church. And the it was pandemic just... has put on <laughs> lives of millions of people around the world. Zelensky! We, Ukraine. Get out of here! Get out of here, Zelensky. Dude, I don't know if anybody heard it, but as I was like, because I was trying to leave, I couldn't <laughs> I couldn't park on my street. I ended up having to park in the alley. And then wow. these fucking assholes started parking. Dude, they're so fucking stupid. <laughs> the tow companies, the tow companies were so far behind. It was an hour wait to wow. get a tow truck. And then some companies stopped taking cars because their lots were full. Wow. It's, it's $375. <laughs> you know the deli- the pizza place behind me? Yes, I do. Yeah. So people were Delicious. parking in that parking lot and oh. the tow trucks were just towing them out. You're not allowed to park there for the church, right? <laughs> yeah. Cuz this all this whole fest was taking place at the church, it's the Ukrainian church. And uh then in the alley, that's where the delivery driver- drivers were parking because they couldn't park at the parking lot was full. Mm-hmm. These guys, every he said the guy. One guy said every time he left for a delivery, he would come back and somebody was in his spot. Wow! And so he would have to wait for the tow truck, but it was just nonstop. And all of them had the stupid flag. Of course, I fucking hate them. Not gonna lie, as I was getting, I was stuck in my neighborhood, just trying to get the fuck out. <laughs> Couldn't get yes, out. Of course. They're all so of stupid. Course, they're all course. ignorant. They all want to get ahead, but then that causes everybody <laughs> to just it causes gridlock. Right? Yeah. And so I just started blasting the Russian national anthem. Oh my god. <laughs> and Podbean has cut us out, folks. Thank yeah, you. Fuck been a good one. I, didn't, I hope everybody fucking heard it. I fucking stand with wow. Putin. I wish he would have fucking Wow. I, I, if I had Putin's email address, folks, I we are Polish, him. by the way. We are Polish. Let me throw that there. Yeah. Polish. <laughs> Which means we have four more brain cells than than the Ukrainians. Who are a few short of a dozen. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> I have an update. Did I update uh, you on the flag next door with the uh, Ukraine? Oh, no, no, no. They have the new one, I told you, and I didn't, I was talking to Emma about it. We were just enjoying it uh, for my humor and amusement, and um, it's draped over the balcony like I described to you. And (laughs) the banner. The banner. It's the flag. And I didn't realize it, but it says, uh, uh, Peace, not war. <laughs> Dude. No. And what was funny was I was describing to Emma how I every time I do my Zelensky impression, I just say peace over and over and go, we need a peace. peace. <laughs> In Ukraine, it's just a peace. You, America, you have peace. Ukraine, we know no peace. <laughs> Send money for peace. That's <laughs> just always peace and money. <laughs> we need seven hundred and fifty billion for peace. Yeah. <laughs> That's the best part. He doesn't speak English, right? We need money, peace, peace. more peace, more peace. How much money do you need, Zelensky? Eh, we're gonna need about seven hundred fifty billion. <laughs> Yo, whoa, what happened to the end? <laughs> We figure somewhere between seven hundred and eight hundred billion dollars should be perfect. Anytime would be great because we need peace, peace. So their flag has peace on it. I was like, oh my god, it literally says peace, peace, and not war. Down the street, remember the Canadians? I told you they got the they got the Canada flag, and then they have the uh, Ukraine flag. Wait till you see the next flag. It's gonna say after they beat the Russians. It's going to say, found peace, now no Jews. <laughs> these fucking assholes are Nazis. We supported the fucking Nazis, man. <laughs> the next flag is going to say, hunter, not war. That's what's <laughs> gonna... yeah, I got you there. Oh my God. That's right. Somebody call this guy. Somebody call this guy. In Ukraine, <laughs> we, we have no hunter. <laughs> You have Hunter. You give us money for Hunter. We have laptop. You give money 
Hunter money. Laptop <laughs> Ukraine. Laptop money hunter. Monty. Money hunter. Oh, <laughs> I can't even how, how embarrassed is he going to be when he finds out we already have two laptops? <laughs> <laughs> hey, guess what? Uh, I found this laptop. Uh, some very bad photos. Uh, you don't want anybody to see this. <laughs> We already got two. <laughs> Glastonbury Festival next year on the screen. Hun- uh, Hunter. <laughs> it's going to be his dick. Z- Zelensky, yeah. First it'll be a flash of Hunter and his dick, and then it'll be Zelensky, and he'll say, <laughs> In Ukraine, we have laptop of Hunter. You send money. Money for peace for you. We have peace. We have laptop. We have Hunter. You send money. You get peace. You give me... <laughs> We're fucked. I don't know if anyone knows this, but we're so screwed. Our president is compromised, and it's just a joke. It's a joke with everybody. Yeah, I don't think he even has to say anything, dude. The next uh, whatever festival, it's just going to be a picture of him holding the receipt. Yes, (laughs) yes. Of all the money he gave to Hunter and the big guy. It's actually going to be the receipt of the crack, and it'll say 27 grams on it, you know, and they'll all be laughing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We have other gram. Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> we keep as joke. We don't even need. He throws it on the ground, stomps it. <laughs> Just a uh, fuck you, Biden. He actually, uh, he pees on and he goes, there, pee tape. <laughs> Stupid Americans. <laughs> it's unbelievable. This shit is unbelievable. That's so good, man. It's amazing that we raided Mar-a-Lago, which is, Mar-a-Lago. you know, but nothing with Hunter. Hunter is just, you see him, he was boarding a Frank, Air Force One. Okay, hold on, and... stop. I got to put an end to this. Everybody keeps saying that we didn't raid anybody <laughs> because of Hunter or the Bidens. They raided Project Veritas to get his daughter's diary, okay? Come on. Don't worry. They raided everybody. It wasn't just Trump. <laughs> oh, man. Think about how that got... Do you know what I... Uh... Oh, my God. It's so bad I forgot about it again. I was just about to bring it up. The raid happened the day... The FBI was supposed to release to Congress the contents of Hunter Biden's laptop. Oh wow! And it actually ended up not happening. They missed the de- they missed the deadline. Oh, oops! And then that day they raided <laughs> the former president of the United States. Something that they never did before. Wow! Think about that. Man. What's on that laptop? Well, we know what's on it. It's dongs, crack cocaine, and underage prostitutes, Mike. Come on. And probably Molly Obama. We know that for uh, at sure. This point, <laughs> at this point, I'm guessing there's a video of a Russian hooker spy. Mm-hmm. S- while she's sucking his dick, yes. his dad walks in the room. Excellent. He reaches, in, he reaches into a briefcase the full big of man. money yes. that's labeled with a Ukrainian flag. Yes. <laughs> Yes. And in the video, he just throws him the wad of money. Wow. You know what I mean? And on the wad of money, it says the big guy. Hey, yo. <laughs> For peace. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's actually wearing a name tag that just says the big guy. Yeah, that's <laughs> right. My name is the big guy. You basically described a porn, in my opinion, and uh, I would see Biden showing up as the pizza guy, and the pizza, the company name is called Big Guy Pizza, right? <laughs> and there's one slice missing Jeez. of the 10 slices. Oh, that is one slice of the 10 slices is missing, right? Genius. 10% for the big guy. He ate the slice. Come on, folks. Got a little sauce on his mouth. That's right. I'm writing it all here. Guys, this is prime time here. The best part is you have him walk in with the bike helmet and the bike gloves. Oh, and yeah, and he just <laughs> fell off the bike. Oh, genius. Genius. Because he could be telling hey, they bought that shit. They think I'm senile. Where's my 10%? I'm the big guy. <laughs> 
and then they turn on the TV in the corner, and it's the just. The pandemic has pulled up. <laughs> oh, get out of here! Zelensky! <laughs> it's the worst porn I've ever seen. Yeah. That's terrible. <laughs> that's our country's a joke right now. Yeah, that's what's so sad about it. You know what's funny is uh, four years of uh, everyone trying to say Don Jr. was this and Eric was that. Nothing. Nothing even close to this. But here we are, like, totally... You literally raided their home to avoid talking about the new president's son. Hunter is a disgusting human. All oh, jokes aside, yeah. he really disgusts me as a human being. The whole family like, is disgusting. Dude, the apple yeah. didn't fall too far from that tree. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Yes, 100%. They're all disgusting. Yeah. I'm okay with it, only because Mike. Uh, as far you know, listen to mainstream media, come on, you know I love it, and they're telling us how it is, Mike and Biden, dude. He's coming back, baby. So, Joe, this also is coming on the heels where after this uh, <laughs> victory with this bill passing here, uh, we're hearing that Joe Biden might again run in 2024 after the midterms look to be getting a little tighter. Uh, even though we probably see the House flip, the Democrats are gaining a little bit more steam. How much truth do we put into this right now? It's difficult to answer that. You know, to, to fast forward two years in politics is pretty difficult, especially when you're talking about a man who's walking up on, you know, his walking 80s up? here. He can't, uh, look, we, he can't he just walked up anything. He <laughs> fell on those stairs. He can't even put his jacket on, dude. <laughs> to prank, that was a stiff breeze. Come on. <laughs> To be fair, he went up against a very young breeze. That's right. <laughs> Whippersnapper. That corn pop got him. <laughs> you know what they say? Well, you know the old saying of a butterfly flap its wings? If, if corn pop farts in 1942, in 2022, <laughs> it traveled around the world enough times to gain speed to blow off his jacket. Wow. This yeah. has something to do with Ashton Kutcher. I'm not sure what, but I'm very excited right. we went down yeah, there. Excellent. Yeah. Yes, I'm there, dude. Yeah. I'm there. Bloomberg <laughs> corn pop butterfly <laughs> fart joke, you know? It's the best type of fart joke, in my opinion. <laughs> <laughs> it involved time travel, butterfly effect, multidimensional aspects. I, I'm really all into it. And zero lesbians. That was the best part. Yes, thank you. No Marvel lesbian. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Doctor Strange, you need some help here. Uh, Jujumbagger, whatever your last name we is. Did, we did your... Uh, yeah. <laughs> What's that fucking faggot? Cum- Cumberbock. <laughs> Cumberbock. <laughs> yeah. You can never... <laughs> yeah, you can tell I don't respect him. I don't even remember your Cumberbatch. name. Cumberbatch. <laughs> yeah. That We're is the actual in. messaging that's coming from yeah. the Biden camp. But what else is he going to say right now? Joe Biden cannot yeah. say that he's not going to run or he'll sink the, the, the second half of his first term, there if it is. is a first term. We'll have to wait and see what happens, I think, as we go forward on this. But they are going to take the, the steps, actually go through the motions to prepare a campaign. Whether they actually announce one is a different matter. Joe, but is this a signal as well that the Democrats are becoming increasingly optimistic around what can be achieved in the midterms? Look, they are more optimistic than they were a couple of months ago. I mean, look at the the list of accomplishments that they've managed over the last month or so here in Washington between Chuck Schumer, Nancy Pelosi and Joe Biden. It's not only this reconciliation bill that's been 18 months in the waiting, as I mentioned. It was the PACT Act, the burn pits uh, legislation. It was the gun legislation that people said would never be possible. The The infrastructure bill. They want to get these stories (laughs) out there. And there are reports now in Washington that the president could uh, do a national tour, like a whistle-stop style tour, it'd be very Joe Biden to put him on a train around the country to let people know in September and October what has been accomplished. Remember, the one thing Joe Biden learned 
during Obamacare when he was the vice president is that taking the victory lap, actually selling people on what has been accomplished was a failure in the administration. <laughs> At this point, people still don't always understand how the Affordable Care Act works. They don't want to repeat that mistake. Hmm. They want people to understand what's been done on their behalf, and then they can figure out if that's worth making a decision at the ballot box. Also, Joe on a train. I mean, <laughs> I feel like his staff always thinks that's going to look good. Uh, Joe, thanks a lot. Appreciate it. Bloomberg's Joe. Joe Matthew joining us there. Joe on a train. Uh, it looks good, Mike. No, yeah, dude, do you remember the No Malarkey Express? That's what they're trying to bring back. Dude, nobody... Yeah. You know the whole veteran, the burn pit thing? Yeah. That's why it's not really... Uh, I don't know. I don't remember think what I, works, I even told you, but I, I talked about it in the episode where they were like, when we talked about the, the bill was like, it's not really a winning thing when you do this shit for veterans. It, it's very good, and I'm happy these guys will get their shit. But one, it's never gonna be really what a, what they deserve, right? Mm -hmm. And there's still gonna be guys who like don't meet qualifications, and you know what I mean? Because yeah. you have to draw the line somewhere, and. Just gonna be a, it's never really a winning topic when you use veterans as pawns like that. I agree. Know? Yeah. And this is what they're learning is that I, what I said, right when they said it, I, I, I haven't even thought about it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that wasn't a winning thing. It was, it's good, but it's not, I don't know. Yeah, Joe Biden mm -hmm. is nothing, man. He's got nothing. He's you, toast. You need to stop thinking that veterans are just like this easy, you know. Don't you no, think I'm going to give these burn pig victims and now I'm going to get every. <laughs> yes. Thank you. you know, I, I feel like it's work. just a desperate ploy. It sounds very sad. It's pathetic. It sure is, dude. And you know what veterans very much align with? Patriots. You're right. <laughs> you know, the flag in America. You're right. And this being the greatest country in the yes. world. Yes. So nothing turns off veterans more than the idea of this being a terrible racist country. Well, then who would be the best bet for Democrats to run in 2024, if not Joe Biden, man? Yeah, that's probably, I mean, it's great you guys passed this bill, but you're trying to win over veterans. Which side has more veterans? <laughs> oh, yeah. Right? Uh, yes, Look at the right. House, look at the Senate, you know? I mean, you guys got Tammy Duckworth, great, but, you know. Well, Mike, we've been debating this for a while now, several months, but I think we have found the answer, and I think you were right. I think Nobody's I... Right. <laughs> That's right, baby. Hey, now. Even when, I, even when I'm wrong, it's just because I'm leading you to the right answer. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> there you go. There you go. Well, Mike, I think I know who they're actually going to run. I think Joe's going to duck out. Uh, Joe's toast. He's animatronic. He's barely alive. I don't think that's really him. But uh, Frank, you have to raid your opponents just to not get you kicked out. <laughs> There's no way we can run you again. Do you know who's going to run 2024? Here it is. Give it to me. Fritzker. Bay Area native Vice President Kamala Harris returned to Oakland this afternoon to talk about the commercial space industry, and she was joined by Governor Gavin Newsom. And even though the presidential election is still a couple of years away, political experts say Newsom and Harris are strong future presidential candidates. Hey, Don Lynn has that story. Please welcome Vice President Kamala Harris. The vice president came to the Bay Area to push for new rules on regulating the new frontier and the commercial space industry. But her first remark was about how the Biden administration is working to tackle inflation back on Earth, specifically what they're doing to improve the lives of everyday Americans. Today, the House of Representatives will vote on the Inflation Hello, Reduction Act. I believe they have. Vice President Kamala Harris know, reminded voters of the Biden administration's <laughs> new achievements. Soon, we will cap the cost of insulin for seniors you're to just 35 dollars you're supposed to be the news right yeah dude Pre president harris just came here to come about her accomplishments one of which is just happens to better the lives of every american in this country whoa all right can you get your nose out of her ass long enough to just fucking report the news like what is going on man Mike, uh, sticking Kamala's uh, ass into people's noses is what got her into the VP in the first place, sir. So watch your mouth. 
See, I said I'm never wrong, and Frank proved me wrong in three minutes. <laughs> Touche, Frank. You know how I hate the French, so it stings me to say that. <laughs> Au revoir, mon frere, and here we go with the clipser. <laughs> Which is a huge step toward making life Three French words. I think we're now officially gay. I think that's how it works, right? We're at least non-binary. Is that the definition? Mike, I support. I support our all of our LGB okay. uh, brothers and sisters out there. Oh, no we're now about. we're now in the LGBT. We use too many French words. We're now officially in there. That's how it works. <laughs> we're in the TIAQ uh, plus uh, three thousand. I don't know how it happened, but the minute you said that third French word, my pants got tighter. Oh yes. <laughs> <You know? laughs> I also had testicular shrinkage at the same time. It's okay. Oh, they're, I can't even find them. It's that's, universe. That's, how I know I'm, that's how I know I'm French. You're officially tucked now, I think, if I know anything from RuPaul's uh, Drag Queen show. That's the magic of uh, tucking. You say four French uh, words, and it just uh, it all just tucks in there. Just you disappears. Know? Uh, <laughs> gotcha. And uh, we are officially banned from YouTube. Hey, uh, <laughs> yes, sir. Oh, this one's not making it. Yeah, too many. I knew it was a hit beer six. <laughs> Take us home, clip. Many people. Uh, we will reduce health insurance costs for 13 million Americans by an average of $800 a year. Harris continues to show support for President Joe Biden and has planned to seek a second term. Governor Gavin Newsom, who spoke at the event, has said he has no White House ambitions and believes Biden should run for re-election. But political experts say you're looking at two likely future presidential candidates. They believe the two powerhouses would jump into the race if Biden decides not to run in 2024, given his age. Both of them are viable. And then the thing that I would say that, that uh, uh, Vice President Harris has over Governor Newsom is that she's Vice President Harris. She is one seat removed from the presidency if anything should happen, for example. Political expert and retired wow. SF State Professor Joe Tumit says it would not be awkward. As long as the rhetoric is toned down, as long as uh, uh, the discussion is, is collegial and friendly, um, you can have a friendly disagreement with somebody. And it used to be the case um, that people who were running for president against each other were friends. Professor Tuman reminds people President Biden is only two years into his first term and his approval ratings are slowly climbing back up. He believes <laughs> Biden would have a strong case if he wants to seek a second term. In Oakland, I'm Lynn. KPIX five. Yeah, you know this guy. Yeah. I clipped him uh, a few weeks ago when we talked about the uh, monkeypox spreading through the kink fest. Oh yeah, that's our guy. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, that's so funny how like now remember Trump when he was at forty percent worst president in the world. That's right. Forty percent was garbage. You should probably resign at this point. Exactly. Biden hits forty percent. Hey, dude, his numbers are climbing. <laughs> numbers are climbing. He might have the steam to run again. <laughs> you know, like, what the That's fuck, right. Man? Yeah, dude. Come on, weird, right? I think it's pretty bizarre that Kamala's going out there uh, doing this whole thing. You and I talked about it. It was about a m two months ago. Gavin went out to the White House. They made a big public announcement. It was a huge deal. Remember that? And see, I don't see this as a run. I really do see this as they're going to take Biden out. They're going to put her in. They're taking him out, and, yeah. And he's going to be the VP. Yes, yeah, I agree. No, I think that's yeah, what... This has I, nothing to do with a 2024 run. This has everything to do with they're about to... Well, it positions they the They want to be... They, <laughs> dude, the Republicans beat them when it comes to everything like racial, right? <laughs> yeah, you know, you're right. They want. They got the first black president... Right. Now they want the first yeah. black female president. Yes, you know? they do. Yeah. Um, what I'm finding weird about this, and what I like about your call earlier, like months ago, maybe even I could say January, we were talking about this. It's going to be a battle of the governors in 2024. Yeah. The Democrats, I think, are very unsure of their COVID response now. I don't think it's as popular. We played a clip... <laughs> Earlier of Fauci getting booed, 
COVID's a dud now. In fact, I think COVID is very not good. It's like a n- massive negative now for for Democrats. Oh, I think people are upset that the, that you lied to them about how how the vaccine works. Yes, you know? and the fact that lockdowns didn't work and were detrimental to children and their development. Yeah, nothing worked. Yeah, nothing you did worked. As a matter of fact, everything you did was pretty much what they did in the Spanish flu of nineteen nineteen. Huh. Yeah. So we, I mean. <laughs> So they're in they're in some trouble, man. And I think Republicans are lucky that they had DeSantis. He was the one and only, in my opinion, that held his ground. And, you know. I'm interested in what's going on here because the battle of the governors, for some reason, Democrats, maybe because they are blinded by where they are in the DC bubble and they just think everybody else agrees with them. Blue, no matter who, right? Oh yeah, dude. Because they they think everybody's happy that gas is four dollars. Well, I wonder if nobody's happy. Mike, again, I'm coming back to COVID, (laughs) dude. I think everything comes back to COVID and COVID lockdowns. And Gavin Newsom, in my mind, is the opposite of DeSantis. Why on earth would you want to run the opposite of DeSantis unless you think that that's a good play or that you believe like Gavin Newsom is the opposite of DeSantis and that's you know a pedestal like we want to run on that that's bizarre that's actually um that means that they're delusional yeah that means you're spending all your time at the french laundry yes and everybody at the french laundry believes that's a good idea they believe gavin newsom's a hero right yeah they think gavin newsom's a hero for his covid measures and the rest of america thinks he's a fucking dictator yeah which he is. He's a Justin Trudeau. He's a wannabe dictator. Sorry. <laughs> dude, he's Justin Trudeau, dude. I'm telling you. They're like yes, two they, peas in a pod. Absolutely. And I don't think they realize Americans see him that way. It's pretty well, shocking. They, no, they, <clears throat> they do. That's why I'm telling you, dude. Pritzker's going to be the 2024 candidate. I disagreed with you for a long time, and I was very um, not on board with you. Uh, honestly, we've debated this back and forth many a times. And we are on the okay. They need to run a governor because they gotta. They have to, they have to out governor, uh, Desantis, <laughs> right? And Mike, yeah. I did I did disagree with you for a long time, but you know what? I want to tell you this. For the first time in a long time, I'm actually impressed from a clip of a politician and what I'm hearing. And do you know who it is? Who? Pritzker. Oh. New at 11, Illinois Governor J.B. Pritzker announcing more than $34 billion in transportation investment over the next six years. Rebuild Illinois is also a vehicle for prosperity for our workers and our families. We've created and supported hundreds of thousands of jobs in every part of our state because this isn't just an infrastructure plan. It's also an economic plan. This morning, the governor was joined by the Illinois Department of Transportation leaders in Springfield. The rebuild plan gives money toward highway reconstruction and bridge improvements, along with safety and system modernizations. Also, $10 billion alone will go toward the rail and transit systems, including airports and ports. Wow. So you know what I heard right there? Uh, did you know $10 billion wasn't going to uh, Ukraine? Did you hear the $10 billion <laughs> yeah, wasn't know, going to f- Ukraine? <laughs> no, what was $10 billion going there towards, Mike? Oh, roads and bridges? Oh, my Airports. God. Airports. That's like a big... Are you kidding me, you though? I, I can't remember the last time I typed in a politician's name. Okay, so I went through the Biden 2024, and, I, and then I saw the Harris and Newsom, and I thought, okay, for sure... And because you love Pritzker, I literally, I, I typed into YouTube, just Pritzker. Give me some Pritzker news, baby. And that this was most recent. This was like two days ago, one day ago. This news uh, uh, came out. Wow. But yeah, he's, he, well, hey, he's Mike, you're game. right. No, that he's playing the game the right he's way. The okay. Yes. Look, he's putting his money 
where his mouth is. Finally, a politician in my, but seriously, I wish Jared Polis out here in Colorado would come out here and say, instead of putting billions of dollars towards transgender rights education in all the schools, I'd wish he'd come out and say, hey, you know, uh, we're going to fix the roads and improve our highways so that way the traffic moves smoother. Wow. Yeah, not a, yeah. I'd love to vote for you again, man. I was very impressed by this. Honestly. Yeah, I don't get too impressed, but... No, but my point is, this is a politician <laughs> actually, I, listening to what I, it, the people need. And we... Yeah, the, the if you're pandering, gonna... then fine, pander, but at least he signed yeah. a fucking bill and put some money into it. Fine. That's But what seriously. he didn't talk about in that video is, uh, or what he didn't talk about is how, what he wants to do with the police. Oh, <laughs> uh, they're all transgender now, isn't it? Is that what's going on? <laughs> <laughs> no, but I mean, yeah. He's playing the game. <laughs> Look, He's playing the game. I just think from a uh, language perspective, from a political perspective, from a voter's perspective, I would rather my politician come out there and sign some bills that say, hey, look, I just allocated billions of dollars to just fix the fucking potholes. Oh, what? you got you notice he did, I'm listening. You know, you know, I'm listening. You know, he's, so he's a very left Republican, right? Uh, Democrat, right? Right. He's really a Democrat. He's running a Democrat. He's, you know, he's trying to win Chicago. You're right. Do you know what he didn't mention there? Climate change. <laughs> yeah. He didn't mention climate change. You're right. He didn't mention anything about gender studies. Oh, this is my road. He didn't equity. I was about to say, this is our road equity bill that we're signing in, and we're going to make sure that all transgendered black people have a, a safe way to drive yeah, on the highway. On there, like, yeah, okay, right, great. Right, thanks. Yeah, yeah. Well, can you fix some potholes then uh, on the yeah. other side of the highway? Is that possible? Yeah, right. I'm just, I'm so, you understand, here in Denver, that's what we're dealing with over here. It's like, well, he, that's because he's, he's, he's in an election year. So he wasn't <laughs> right. this, I'm serious, he wasn't this guy before, but now he's, I think they noticed that their narrative, he did take a, a, a turn after COVID, because he was really hard on COVID. I agree, and I'm telling you, yeah, I, think I think it's a bad. think he just kind of followed the party line, you know? They had to. And that's what, dude, yeah, but I don't know. It's, uh, I hate him personally, but I think he would. So he came to Illinois. You know what he did? He said, you guys need more money. We're going to legalize weed. (laughs) And he got a lot of money. And that's what he's using. You know, now he's fixing the roads. Not a bad idea. I don't agree with the 40% tax on marijuana. I think that's a little insane. (laughs) Look, I'm not a fan of Pritzker. I never was. And you've touted him as a potential that they're going to try and run him. And I... I was intrigued, and I've been watching a little bit of what is he's up to, and this is, in my opinion, a great move, a phenomenal political move. It yeah, it's a non-political. It's totally a bipartisan, and who can disagree? With? I I think from a political standpoint, for him, it's a great move. I loved it. I was like, wow. Plus, you notice I, I how he's ha- focusing on transportation, I, dude. Mike, what's my hang-up with all politicians? No, no. You I stop think, signing no, no, the trans equity bills and fucking yeah. fix the roads, man. More important, more important than that, right? What's he focusing on is transportation, right? He sees he doesn't even. This is why he's going to be the candidate, dude. He doesn't even worry about Newsom. He's not worried about Camilla. He's trying to prove transportation, which means he thinks Buttigieg is going to be his biggest competition. Whoa. Wow. Yeah. Oh, he's playing 4D chess. Dude, I'm telling you, that's why he's going to be. So if you really look at what Pritzker does, that's why, man. I'm telling you, he's going to beat these guys. You know, Newsom is, he thinks he's going to win because... He's like that. He's like the kid born to the royal family. He thinks it's a birth. It's Noose, a birthright. Noose, you know, he's trash. Newsom's Lord Farquaad. He's never gonna win. Yeah, exactly. He's never gonna win. You know. Yeah, he's never gonna win. And it, Pritzker's really, and your guy Polis is the other one who I really think. I think the only one who might have a chance is Polis, but not really, because no, he doesn't have name recognition nationwide pritzker's building no names around the world like, polis is no good i don't think polis wins this election governor here i think he's out yeah, i don't either i don't either he's trash yeah <laughs> well we'll see what happens he's not trash wrong. we it are just two right. idiots <laughs>
I know everything, and I'm predicting the future. Hear me out. I've predicted, <laughs> I've predicted a lot of future here on this podcast, so uh, don't hold, you know, don't poo-poo what we are throwing at you, Mike. Uh, I think it's gonna be. I don't know who his running mate would be. I I, I don't know if I don't know. Maybe a Pritzker Buttigieg wouldn't be bad. That's terrible, man. This is such fantasy bullshit stuff. That's what I I find so funny about it. But I end up swooping up one of them. Whatever. The problem with what's going on right now, in my personal opinion, on a local level, is when I read. The local politicians, even Polis, Hancock, whatever they're saying around here in Denver and in Colorado, they're so disconnected, man. The politicians, they live in their own bullshit little environment and world. They think they're heroes, and they're not. And they're... Frank, I never had to do... I never had to know anything Liz Cheney said, right? Or did. (laughs) Yeah. What got me was when you played me the clip of all those people from her state. Right. She she doesn't sound like them. Yes. You know, Lindsey, I mean, Lindsey Graham gets made fun of all the time, but I, I swear to God, at least he sounds like the people he represents. The people that represent <laughs> us don't even talk the same way we talk. You are not one of us. How can you represent us? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, Ilhan Omar, do you really look like us? You know what I mean? I'm not trying to get uh, into this. Whole thing, I, I will like, predict here right now, Il- she's going to lose her election. It's coming up. It's going to be crazy. She's going to yeah. lose. I'm, tell- I'm you telling you. You just don't represent us. And it goes the other way, too. Like, you just said it earlier about the, you know, we were making fun of the machine at Yale in the basement of Yale. Nobody looks like <laughs> Matt Gates or <laughs> Eric right. Swalwell, yeah. except you fucking politicians. You weirdos. You know what I mean? Like, no normal people like look like you people or sound like you people, you know? Yeah, not, yeah. yeah. exactly. I have conversations with people. I've I don't think I've ever had a conversation with a normal regular person and they said they wanted abortion to be legal up until the point of birth or they don't want abortion to be legal at all. <laughs> you know what I mean? Everybody's somewhere in the middle. I'll be honest, I don't talk about abortion with anyone, and I never really have, except for personally within my own relationships. With, well, this because like, you don't have to walk into these liberal homes. <laughs> but my, yes, but Li- well, liberals, but they- ass- <laughs> liberals <laughs> yeah. in Chicago assume you're a liberal, so they have CNN or MSN, well, mostly MSNBC, MSNBC on the TV, and they'll, they'll just be like, "You see the shit." <laughs> <laughs> I'm enraged. I have so much rage. They're about to lock Trump up. You have to sit there while you're unclogging their toilet. You're like, like, okay, Rob Reiner, take it easy. And I know you (laughs) took a huge shit. I'm here to unclog it, all right? I saw Rob's uh, Twitter, too. (laughs) You stopped listening to his fucking (laughs) diet advice, I wouldn't be here. Man, Rob Reiner is obsessed with Trump. It's unbelievable. It's not just... Dude, no, it's all... dude. That's what we talked about. We're like, it's, it's <laughs> unbelievable. It's unbelievable that Donald Trump was a Republican president, yeah. and he hasn't been in office in over eighteen months. <laughs> yeah. I I had to. I still cannot listen to left wing podcasts that I used to listen to because all they talk about is Trump. Yeah, the right wing people do not talk about him. Did you hear about Stephen King? No. He has several novels, apparently, that he's written over the past several years where he talks about Trump. Like, he has characters in his novels who are obsessed with Trump. What? That's how obsessed with Trump Stephen King is. Stephen King is? He's writing characters that are obsessed with Trump. He's obsessed with Trump. They're obsessed. Aren't you a writer, dude? Just go write. Dude, Rob Reiner, I guarantee Rob Reiner's next movie is going to have some element of Trump involved with it. It's going to be hilarious. Think about like uh, that movie that everyone loved, the Uh, Don't Look Up movie. Don't Look Up, right? The whole joke about it was the woman who played 
the president was Meryl Streep, right? Wasn't she was supposed to be Trump? Trump, yeah. but it was a joke because it's a woman, and then it's like all this yeah. stuff, like as if, dude. First of all, Trump loves women, man. Is there any president that we could think I of in the modern are. era who doesn't who loves women more than Trump, dude? The guy, like. He's had three wives, dude, and you know dude, what I mean. Like he, he loves... fucks them, he hires them, he, he <laughs> marries them, he does whatever they sign you can NDAs, to do with dude. Them. Like, <laughs> like, he, this guy loves women, dude. Are he you kidding women. me? Like, so this whole thing that he hates women, like I never understood. No, no like, other pre- every pre- every president had a right hand man. He's the only one. It was his daughter. Wow. Oh right? wow! You just There's... fucking blew my mind with that one. Joe Biden, the smartest man he ever knew, was his crackhead son. <laughs> well, he's got a nine-inch dong, dude. Come on, dude. <laughs> How do you not trust that thing? <laughs> I always say I only trust the man as far as I can throw him. And Hunter's about nine inches. You know what I mean? <laughs> He's the smartest man he knows. In the meantime, uh, <laughs> Donald Trump, you know, he brought in his daughter, who was really, you know, I believe she really, like, you, you've always been, pro- yeah. Her, she's it, probably the best part of his presidency. Ivanka is, uh, Iva- Ivana? No, Ivanka. 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 Is his Ivanka? consigliere. Now you confuse me. His consigliere. You know, yeah. She, he, uh, she's. Oh, yeah. You know, she whispered in the ear. Whispered like, in the ear. Yeah, yeah. That's interesting. I actually find that in, uh, funny about Trump. He always surrounded himself with beautiful women and uh, dated he put Amy Corbett, yeah. Omi, Amy Comey Barrett on the Supreme Court. <laughs> I could call. That's so funny. <laughs> Who not only was a female but has adopted black kids. Wow. Yeah. Well, they they don't want you to know about that. Honestly. Well, that was well. Actually, no. That's what made her racist. That's right. That's she. Right. She. She only adopted the black kids to abolish herself of the white kilt. So it was a selfish <laughs> act. You know, that real selfish act of taking in these poor kids that didn't have parents and raising them as your own. So selfish. <laughs> Disgusting. Trump. Uh, I'm really. F- like actually fascinated now by the idea that he was surrounded by women. His num- Frank, we always talk about the left is projection, right? Yeah. So yeah. when they talk about how Trump hates women and he's abuser of women and all that, right. that's how you know he's better to women than they've ever been. Right. You know, we all watched him on The Apprentice. Was he harder on the men and the or the women? No. You know what? The one thing you could give him is he was equal to everybody. Who did he love? Or who and was honestly it? Omarosa? Think, Remember Omarosa? <laughs> yeah, well, that's why I think people like. I think I love. I think that's one of the good things about him is that he treated every. He wasn't racist. He wasn't this. He wasn't that. But if you're a black piece of shit, he's gonna call you a piece of shit. If you're a white piece of shit, he's gonna call you a piece of shit. Mm. You know. If you're a man who sucks at his job, he's going to tell you. Hmm. And if you're a woman who sucks, he's going to tell you. You know? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. We'll never know Trump as a normal man or what he was like, uh, you know. No, I think that's the best part about him is I think you do know him. I think what you right. see is yeah. what you get. Ooh, I, well, I I think, was, yeah, you're right. And I yeah, think that's yeah. what kills the other politicians the most hmm. about him. You're it's right. almost like, wow. why, do you, why do you get to get away with it? Good you call. Know? Yeah. That's that's interesting, actually. And you're almost kind of seeing it now with this, during this this whole like when the Democrats run like Nancy Pelosi openly saying like yeah we should be allowed to trade stocks you know like she's <laughs> right. almost trying to like <laughs> like they're almost trying to do it too like you know it's kind of yeah they want it both ways they want to be sleazy poor Trump. <laughs> Not poor Trump. Trump's fine. Trump's lived a great life. And if there's anyone, Mike, that's famous, that right now we should be really feeling bad for, you know who it is. Chubb boy. Well, the trigger wasn't pulled. I didn't pull the trigger. So you never pulled the trigger? (laughs) I would never point a gun at anyone and pull a trigger at them, never. An FBI survey concluded that Alec Baldwin supported the spinning of the pistol that Helena Hutchins... (laughs) 
the director of photography was accidentally shot on the set of the film Rust in Santa Fe in New Mexico in October 2021, and the FBI now concluded that Baldwin, 64, had to shoot the pistol on the set from the film. The pistol was supposed to have been loaded with silent balls and Baldwin has already denied having pressed the relaxation. However, the report, which was seen by ABC News, determined that the pistol could not have been drawn unless the trigger was supported. Investigators tested the pistol in various ways to see if they could shoot the weapon without using the trigger. But ultimately, they concluded that it was simply not possible. Baldwin addressed the incident during a television interview last year when he said he did not press the trigger. Yeah. Wow. Which so... we heard at the beginning. I, I uh, cut it from a Wait, different clip. Wait, I'm confused here. Are you telling me the, uh, you have to press the trigger to fire a gun? Well, the trigger wasn't pulled. I didn't pull the trigger. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure uh, to fire a gun, you have to pull the trigger. Uh, well, the trigger wasn't pulled. I didn't pull the trigger. So no, never but, the... but the gun fired, so who pulled the trigger? Well, the trigger wasn't pulled. I didn't pull the trigger. So <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Dude, you know why this is so funny? I know you listened to uh, uh, Reasonable Doubt. Mm-hmm. With uh, yeah. uh, Adam, Adam Carolla per- and Mark Garrigos. Yes, absolutely. Do you remember after he did that interview, Garrigos about lost his shit on that episode? Yeah, he, did. <laughs> he was like, yeah. he was like, no, who? What lawyer let him do this he interview? Don't himself. do this. Yeah. You just, you just fucking lie. Yeah, like you're a fucking idiot. You're yeah. a fucking idiot. He, he was totally right. Vindicated. You know? Like, oh yeah. Just, uh, everybody knew you pulled the trigger, you idiot. Oh, it's unbelievable. And, and the problem is, is I don't even blame you for pulling the trigger because you, it was supposed to be a non-loaded gun, but why'd you even say it, right? Like, Yeah, I don't know. It's such a bizarre story, to be totally the honest. The cover-up is always worse than the crime. It, I think this ruined his career, right? Maybe. Yeah, dude, I, this is what made me believe in God. Wow. Divine intervention, and I, I believe Trump is Jesus. <laughs> wow. you, you, you fucked with Jesus. Wow. You, you got the lightning. That's right. Bro, you you know played I mean? him. This is, he played you. <laughs> it was actually Eric who put the bullet in the gun. Wow. Know? The idiots. They never suspect the idiots. No, it, yeah. Dude, he put a hat on sideways. Everybody just thought he was the special help, you know? I actually, this is funny. I think this is all um, actually just an accident, a tragic accident. And I think oh, that's what it is. It's a terrible accident. That what happened really is these are people who don't know how to play with guns, and they're playing with guns. And they mock people who take guns seriously, people on yes. the right. They mock them. They mock people who respect the Second Amendment and who respect gun laws and restrictions and how to use guns appropriately and safely. and. Res- responsibly and then this is what happens man it's not a joke not only that you had a lot of young people there's a lot of young inexperienced people and a hollywood set my point is alec baldwin if you knew how to responsibly use a weapon you would have never discharged it no see i don't blame him i'm no there's no way dude i'm telling you i've talked to a lot of people about this but when you're on a set it it doesn't matter no i'm telling you I no, but I guess. I mean, uh, I don't know, because when you're on a set, dude, that's they were using an actual weapon that could. I, I yeah, this is a weird situation. I'm it's telling a tough you, one. it's a tough one. But it's tough. My point is, there was no responsibility because like, involved because, like, you're not supposed to ever point a gun at somebody, right? But, yeah, that's. I know but, you're shooting a movie. I know, <laughs> but you're shooting a movie. Yeah. You need the camera angle for sure. You know yeah, I mean? so it's like a whole thing where it's like you don't, you know. But and then you use a you prop, blame. right? I don't know. And I get it. You're supposed to always check the gun. You use a prop. I don't you know. Think it's, it's a fake prop. You're on a set. I mean, I, I don't know. Because at the same time, like 
Okay, I That's understand. That's why I believe I understand I, you, you should, set up. Listen, my, my belief is I, you set up. Man. No, I understand you should respect the gun and everything, like you're saying, right? Mm-hmm. But at the same time, what if somebody hands you a fake gun? Like, I agree. And you're just playing around with it, right? And who yeah. are you to determine, you know, are you... Who are you to determine oh, totally. whether this is a real gun? You know, Alec Baldwin is just a dumb actor. Well, this sounds like a yeah. setup. Maybe they had to set up Alec Baldwin. I think that's what it was, man. You know? And so they planted Maybe that's the board why they in rated there. Tra- that's why they raided Mar-a-Lago, dude. What? Oh, this all goes back to January uh, 6th. I knew it, the, dude. Yeah. They're going to find the casing from that bullet in the safe. That's what was in the oh. safe. Oh! Next to the P tape, I knew it, man. I fucking knew it. <laughs> that was just next to a picture of uh, Alec Baldwin playing Trump. Oh, in <laughs> Sharpie, it just said "Play me?" Question mark. <laughs> <laughs> you play me, I play you. You know what I'm saying? <laughs>